Hello and welcome to day 11 of our Together We Go podcast. Uh, It's so exciting that we are building this rhythm of daily spending time in God's word and asking the Holy Spirit to reveal God's heart and for him to speak to us directly. You know, I've been uh, receiving some of your messages and uh, just getting in touch to say that actually God is really speaking to you as you are making space for him. And so I just want to encourage every single one of us that uh, this has nothing to do with me this is nothing to do with what i am saying but actually god in his infinite grace desires uh, to speak to each of us and all we need to do is just make space and uh, and open our ears and hearts and he is ready and willing uh, to speak to us so that's isn't that such a blessing um yeah it just it just it blesses me no end to know that that the God of heavens, the God who created the heavens and the earth, the God who created everything, longs and desires to connect with us. Um, and we get to live in the reality of that every moment. If we would just take a moment to to become aware of it, become aware of his love um, and his his desire, his his call call to 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 us to return to him to come to him with our whole heart with our mind our soul and our strength just to love him and pour out uh, ourselves before him that we may receive all that he has for us so let's pray and then we'll get started father i thank you for another day Lord, I thank you that for today you have made available a fresh measure of grace, mercy and love so that no matter what yesterday or the last week may have been today, it is a new day and we get to rejoice in our Lord Jesus Christ. We get to rejoice that we are not entering this day alone, but we are starting the day with our Father God king jesus and our friend holy spirit and we are so so grateful that we get to enter this new day with you lord with you the one who holds our whole life in in the palm of your hands the one who knows every hair on on our heads every every part of how you have created us you know us better than anyone else you know how we are wired our past our present our concerns and dreams for the future you know every bit of us the bits that we have shared with others and the bits that we haven't and even the bits that we don't like about ourselves yet you love us wholeheartedly and so father we bring ourselves to you now and ask that holy spirit you would speak to the core of our being during this time together in jesus name we pray amen amen so we are on philippians uh, chapter 3 and uh, yeah i'll get started i think we're going to read verses 1 to 11 So it says, finally, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you is no trouble to me and is safe for you. Look out for the dogs. Look out for the evildoers. Look out for those who mutilate the flesh. For we are the circumcision who worship by the Spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh, though I myself have reason for confidence in the flesh also. If anyone else thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised circumcised on the eighth day, 
of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law a Pharisee, as to zeal a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law blameless. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Wow. Wow, what incredible, incredible, uh, yeah, bit of the scripture. I'm I'm actually going to read that again, but in the message translation. Um just because sometimes I read uh, ESV, etc. And I don't know, I think it might be the lack of punctuation, but I kind of get lost in it. So I'm going to read the message version um, and hopefully it will bring it a little bit more to life for uh, for both you and me. So it says, and that's about it, friends. Be glad in God. I don't mind repeating what I have written in earlier letters and I hope you don't mind hearing it again. Better safe than sorry. So here goes. Steer clear of the barking dogs, those religious busybodies, all bark and no bite. All they're interested in is appearances. Knife happy circumcisers, I call them. The real believers are the ones the Spirit of God leads to work away at this ministry, filling the air with Christ's praise as we do it. We couldn't carry this off by our own efforts, and we know it. Even though we can list what many might think are impressive credentials, you know my pedigree, a legitimate birth, circumcised on the eighth day, an Israelite from the elite tribe of Benjamin, a strict and devout adherent to God's law, a fiery defender of the purity of my religion, even to the point of persecuting the church, a meticulous observer of everything set down in God's law book. The very credentials these people are waving around as something special, I'm tearing it up and throwing out with the trash, along with everything else I used to take credit for. And why? Because of Christ. Yes, all the things I once thought were so important are gone from my life, compared to the high privilege of knowing Christ Jesus as my master firsthand. Everything I once thought I had going for me is insignificant. Dog dung don't you just love the message translation i've dumped it all in the trash so that i could embrace christ and be embraced embraced by him i didn't want some petty inferior brand of righteousness that comes from keeping a list of rules when i could get the robust kind that comes from trusting christ god's own righteousness i gave up all that inferior stuff so i could know christ personally experience his resurrection power be a partner in his suffering and go all the way with him to death itself if there was any way to get in on the resurrection from the dead i wanted to do it Ooh, 
I'm telling you, sometimes I know message version isn't always the most theologically uh, not not the most accurate in terms of literal translation or even in its in its meaning. But it's such a beautiful metaphorical and a dramatized way that is emotive. It brings the word of God alive. And so um, I don't always look just to the message, but it's a really great version to read alongside just to bring the heart of the matter really through. And so basically, Paul here is is saying, look. Just be careful that you aren't becoming those people who look to the external actions as something that is more important than what is what God is doing inside of the person. And so here it talks about, for we are the circumcision who worship by the Spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus. And and so Paul is reminding the Philippian church that there are people going around saying, well, we've been circumcised. And remember, if you look back to the Old Testament, circumcision was a way of marking the fact that they were the chosen ones, that they were the holy people of God. So it was almost putting on, a, a, it was almost like a, a, a name badge or a, or a tattoo that said, I belong to God. But it isn't just about cutting off a bit of a flesh off of off of a, a a body part it's not an action externally that determines whether or not we are the chosen ones whether or not we are indeed true believers and true disciples of christ but it says here it's those who worship by the spirit of god and glory in christ jesus remember a few days ago we spoke about glory in which is to to uh, to find pleasure in to find joy in and so when you glory in something it's drawing all of your desires and and pleasures and and joy and you know when we talk about pleasure it's not often that we talk about christianity with the word like pleasure because pleasure so often for us can be linked to things that we are trying to not do whether it be uh, sexually whether it be uh, drugs or or whether it be i don't know what but pleasure seems to be used in the context or in the in in the world and sometimes even as christians almost with a negative connotation like oh well anything enjoyable isn't very godly you know whether it be gossiping or or over overindulging on sugar or whatever it may be but pleasure glory in is to glory in something is to find the greatest pleasure in something and here uh, paul is reminding us that the walk with jesus christ is it, it, being a real christian isn't about going to church and carrying a bible and and even listening to this podcast and and you know praying for people prophesying and all the external things it's to do with the internal state of our hearts that says i find the greatest pleasure in jesus christ and him alone and we worship god with and by the spirit of god it says jesus at glory in christ Jesus, and put no confidence in the flesh so it's saying you know what it has nothing to do with my external actions our external actions can never change the condition of our hearts however when our internal heart has been transformed by god it will always lead to an external change external change will never impacts the internal but the internal change will always always impact 
and bring about transformation that is seen externally. And so there were Jewish leaders who at the time were saying, well, it doesn't matter how I live. It doesn't matter whether I, I find pleasure in Christ Jesus as long as I'm just following the law and and cutting off that, that bit of skin from my penis. Then, you know, I am the chosen one. Then I'm the special one. And Paul here is saying it really doesn't matter what you do externally, whether you say the prayers, whether you say Lord's Prayer, whether you say grace before you eat, whether you go to church and serve every week it really doesn't matter it is all about having your confidence in who Jesus Christ is and allowing the Holy Spirit to cause a heart of worship to rise up that says I love you Jesus I am I am I I, I give you everything I am grateful for you I find my joy and my pleasure in you how could I not how could I not when I know who you are? How could I not find pleasure and joy in you if I've truly encountered this Jesus? And we look throughout the whole of the New Testament. There are people who go through suffering after suffering. They keep putting themselves in positions of danger because not because they felt compelled. or It's not that they felt forced to or that they had to do that in order to earn the love of God. It's those who encounter the love of God through Jesus who died for our sins. Suddenly it changes their hearts and their minds and it says, you know what, I have received and encountered the greatest love there ever was. So how could I hold anything back from him? How could I hold anything back from serving him and loving him? And so often in our modern church, I think serving has become almost a, a, a badge of, well, if you serve a lot in church, then it must mean that you are a good Christian or you are maturing your faith or that you are doing well in God. Well, my friends, that's just not the case. There are people who I know who have served and served and served, even on the leadership of churches. And yet they are no longer walking with God. Now, there are multiples of reasons why that may be, but all I'm saying is, is that serving God doesn't necessarily draw us closer to God. It's only Jesus who draws us closer to him. Now, those who are close to God through Jesus will always desire to serve him because we know that we are a child of God and we know the love that has been poured out to us and for us. But you see, you could go to... Listen, it's a little bit like you can go to a a, uh, a horse race and you can be there and you can be a steward and welcome people and you can be a part of the event, etc. But it doesn't mean that you are on a horse riding and part of the race. You may think that because you're a steward and you're welcoming people, etc. And you're, you know, high fiving the jockeys and like hitting the horse and be like, yeah, I'm part of the crew. But ultimately, you've never set foot on the racetracks. You've never actually sat on a saddle. So here he is, he is, uh, Paul is talking to the believers in Philippi and saying, my friends, please, 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 I beg you, don't become those who justify their walk with God through their external actions, but allow your external actions to be determined by the true transformation of your heart that can only, only be done through Jesus nothing else no one else we cannot earn this we cannot work for it our confidence is not in anything we can do or we should do it is all about finding delight pleasure and joy in Christ Jesus well uh, we got up to verse three okay I think that's all we're going to stop for. And then tomorrow we'll carry on from verse four. And anyway, I hope uh, that stirred something in you for today. 
that let's not be, as the message version says, let's not be barking dogs, those religious busybodies, all bark and no bite. All they're interested is in appearances. But the real believers are the ones the Spirit of God leads to work away at this ministry, filling the air with Christ's praise as we do it. So whatever God may be doing in you, sometimes it will be hard. Sometimes God's doing surgery. I know this season has been a real season of just ripping apart in order to bring healing to the broken, hidden fractures in my soul. And it's been challenging, but I'm, I'm, I want to say I'm praising God through it. But let me be honest and say that I want to praise more through this season than I've ever done before. I don't want to praise once I've seen what God has done. I want to praise God trusting that even though in the midst of this pain, that healing is coming, that that God is reviving and redeeming so much in my life. And I would love for you to join me and begin to praise God, whatever you may be facing today, and believe that God is at work. God bless you guys. See you tomorrow.